Hi, I'm Gwen. And I'm Jim. And welcome to the Backstage Show. Thank you for joining us yet again, and this week we have a special guest joining us. Would you please welcome to the Backstage Show, Mr. Steve Niles. Hello. Hi, Steve. Hello. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, my pleasure. Now, Steve, we've talked about this before, wanting to do this. We invited you on the show because we were interested in discussing with you a very kind of unique perspective that you have. You've been involved with community theater for the past several years. I don't know exactly. Going on five years. Five years, yeah. yeah. Okay. But for... Much longer than that, you've also been involved in independent film. Going on 30 years. Wow. <laughs> That's a bit longer. <laughs> yes. So just for background for the audience, Steve is involved with a production group called S&N, N as in Niles, S&N Films. And that's you and your partner. Uh, Kevin Spots. Correct. And you guys have been working together for that long? or Yeah, uh, we are actually cousins. So we grew up together and um, in, uh, I guess it was junior high school, um, we... Grabbed his father's camcorder, started making films. I'm the oldest of five kids, so we had a built-in cast of just the siblings I could bully around. So between oh, nice. <laughs> his brother and my uh, brothers and sisters, we had plenty of cast members that we could stick in costumes and make run around the backyard and, and do films. And we just kind of stuck with it ever since. And as the technology progressed, we progressed. Digital editing became a thing. Sure. And, mm-hmm. uh, cameras got more powerful and editing software got more powerful. So... We just kind of kept with it and kind of grew up with the technology. This is maybe a bit of a tangent, but I'm just curious. What kind of technology did you start out with originally? <laughs> so, like I said, it was like a one of those early, you know, consumer camcorders. We would uh, we had to shoot in order, uh, basically start and stop the camera for every take, yeah, every, every scene. scene right? If we screwed <laughs> up, we had to rewind the tape and oh. do it over again. And then to edit, we hooked up two VCRs to each other and uh, <laughs> recorded across them and paused and, and started the tape. and Stone knives and bear skin. Yeah, it was uh, very, very primitive. But you've uh, progressed much beyond that technology up yeah, to this point, yeah. obviously, because it's just amazing what capabilities are out there that are oh, accessible. They're recording high-def digital video on a phone now. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. The kids starting out today, I mean, they they're almost, uh, you know, Hollywood level with some of the technology mm-hmm. they, they have. They have no appreciation for what you want. That's right. Yes. That's right. <laughs> the toils and troubles that you to work with. Mm-hmm. So what was the target for these early videos? What were you doing with them? Oh, just, they were done? just amuse, for fun? amusing ourselves, mm-hmm. amusing our families. The first film we ever made, we were a group of commandos uh, fighting some neo-Nazis. And there was a scene where I was one of, one of the uh, bad guys. And my cousin was the dashing hero. And he threw me through a laser grid that we created using some in-camera technique where oh, cool. uh, we had uh, lights flashing. And first time we showed it to our parents, they oohed and odd. And uh, <laughs> we've, we've been chasing that high ever since, trying to get people <laughs> to yeah. be amazed by our, our great special effects. <laughs> so to give a little bit more background, so you've kind of divvied up responsibilities. I guess Kevin handles more of the technical end. That's right. And you handle more of the writing and directing the creative element, I guess. Well, they're both, yeah, not to well, say they're not both creative elements, but... Right. Uh, yeah, kind of, I'm concept to, to, to camera, and then he's camera to, you know, final final product. Okay. So uh, he shoots it and scores it and edits it and all, does all the special effects, puts in enormous amount of man hours, uh, 
on that side of things. I write the script, direct, and and, and act in them. So uh, it's it's a good division of labor. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So so now going to the flip side of the coin. At some point, I guess in the last five years, you started to get involved with community theater. What what kind of attracted you to it? Well, yeah. So or like what? I, let me rephrase that. What made it of interest to you that right. made you want to consider getting involved with it? Exactly. Um, so like I said, we started out just working with friends and family. Um, as we were getting bigger and bigger productions, we started uh, attending networking events in, in Philadelphia, uh, meeting, you know, quote unquote, professional actors, people who, you know, have a passion for it and aren't just being bullied into it <laughs> by their older brother. <laughs> um, a lot of those people, in addition to do, wanting to do film work, were community theater actors and so, okay. you know on set i'd chat with them and hear their stories about all the fun they're having in community theater okay and i think to myself hey that sounds like fun let me give it a shot so in about 2015 i went out for my first uh audition or two didn't get cast and third time was the charm and i got cast and i've been doing it ever since pretty much was that non-stop uh, shows. was that in-laws and outlaws or uh it was at town and country okay um it was a one act called detective sketches okay uh, and then my first show at Village Players was In-Laws, Outlaws, and Other People Who Should Be Shot. Yes. That's, I think, where I remember first seeing you. That's right. You were the, was it the old? I old played an or... 80-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> and very well, I might add. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little younger than that. <laughs> so Steve and I have worked together on, I think, at least three different productions like that, that I was trying to count. Uh, mm-hmm. No Sex, Please, We're British, uh, True West, and Hound of the Baskervilles. Mm-hmm. Now, you have, in the theater realm, you've... I think just mainly done acting. Is so far, true? just acting. Okay. I am assistant directing my first stage production. Uh, right, this but summer. that is a little bit special in that the stage production is actually an adaptation of one of your films. That's right, uh, a, a uh, slapstick comedy film uh, we made in 2012. I adapted for the stage, and I have the great honor of being able to stage it at Village Players uh, this August. Uh, it's called Sex, Lies, and Fish. The hilarious slapstick comedy, lots of bodiness and innuendo and running around and just nonsense. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, that doesn't sound at all like the type of shows (laughs) that they would be into. (laughs) Now, is this the kind of thing? So you adapted your own screenplay for this. Was this this process? Was it something that was easy? Did you have like was most of the screenplay? Did that mostly occur in one room? Or was this something that you had to do a lot of changes to? Well, obviously, of all the scripts I've written, this is probably one that most lends itself to that, which is why I chose it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because it was, when we shot it, we did it in my parents' home. It was a large home with an upstairs, downstairs, many different rooms. And Mm -hmm. and the action, you know, flowed throughout the space. And stairways. Uh, And stairways. Lots of up and down stairways, falling down stairways. To adapt it for the stage, yeah, a lot of it was, how do I make this take place in one living room set and have people come and go rather than leaving and having scenes take place in different spaces. So that was the biggest challenge, but by the nature of the film itself, which was a little more stagey than our typical show, mm-hmm. um, it lent itself to that. Yeah, I think you see, a, a generally professionally speaking, I think you usually see more, well, no, I don't know that that is the case anymore. I, I was going to say that you see more stage adaptations adapted to film than the mm-hmm. other way around, but I think you're getting a lot of it the other way, particularly with musicals these days, yes. that they're adapting a lot of films into musicals. That's true, so. yeah. Yeah, and obviously, if you have a bigger stage, you can do more scene changes, set changes. Sure. Village Players is a relatively small stage. Uh, I thought for this, you know, I don't want to be doing lots of scene changes. I want it to take place in one space so that, you know, the action's continuous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it seemed like it, I read the script, the the uh, the stage play version of the script, and it seemed like it lended itself very well to. Yeah, because how it turned out. Yeah. Ad- adapting it that way. 
And when is that? Uh, you had auditions. We we mentioned the auditions uh, a couple episodes mm. back. Um, when is the when are the performances? It is August second, third, and fourth. Then the eighth, ninth, and tenth. Okay. All Two weekend, uh, right? uh, all evenings except for um, the fourth is a matinee. Okay. And that's it's not part of the main season of Village Players. It's right. a like a it's summer a special show. Yeah. Okay. Special production. Yep. So we have tons of questions okay. that we yeah. want to barrage you with. So I guess in terms of your experience contrasting and comparing community theater with independent filmmaking, I guess a lot of different areas are going to get impacted by that. You touched upon the first one uh, that I was going to mention, the script. You know, in, in a lot of scripts, I guess, or a lot of theater productions, you are dealing with the script already. How would the script kind of uh, evolve, I guess, for your film productions or yeah. compared to... Theater, right, and I and you know I'm speaking only for my production company, um, which that's absolutely is, fine. I mean, yeah. <laughs> most of our experience has been, or most of what we talked about on the show has been our own our own experience, right, so. right. And this is certainly not going to be comparable to a, you know a major Hollywood production, right? Uh, uh-huh. We call ourselves hobbyists. This is you know basically the community theater equivalent, <laughs> which uh, makes it a good comparison right, point. Right. So from that perspective, we've only shot. Scripts that I've written. Um, we, we don't shop around for, for scripts. Right. So, yeah. So, we're coming from a script that I have intimate knowledge of, uh, have created. Usually, the story itself comes from a brainstorming session between Kevin and I. And then, um, you know, I flush out the, the actual script and, you know, he'll have a chance to, you know, review it and, you know, make comments and we'll, we'll revise. You know, to go through a, a few drafts. And that's just until we start shooting. Even once we start shooting, you know, as situations change, the yeah. script can evolve based on an actor, actor availability right. or, or location availability we'll, and will change and adapt as necessary. I think that's generally a difference that you're going to have with community theater because you're usually working with an established script. But right. since you're going to be working with your own script, do you think that changes might be made during the production once you're putting it on stage? Do you think that's, uh, I, I guess the question is, do you think that's something that's unique to film or do you think that's something that could translate over well obviously yeah. if you're doing a stage production of a, an established play you're not allowed right, to right. change the uh dialogue because we're doing a show that i've written and i'm involved in production will be on hand if somebody comes up with a tweak to a line that i think works better than what's on the page i have no mm-hmm. real qualms about you know tweaking it or adjusting it because it's I don't want to say we're workshopping it, but you know, there's that quality to it where sure. it's you a know, little fluid. It's a little fluid, and you know, I think by the end of the run, um, hearing things out loud for the first time, you know, oh, yeah. you hear how mm-hmm. certain lines maybe didn't quite work the way I thought it would, and you know, I'll tweak and adapt it. And by the end of it, I'm hoping to have you know a much better script that I'll hopefully get published or presented elsewhere. I think even the scripts that we're talking about that are pre-published mm-hmm. that community theaters are working from. I think they all evolved basically the same way yeah, in their, yeah. whatever their premier production was. Sure. Yeah, exactly. With changes having been implemented, probably. Oh, I've heard mm-hmm. many stories, but playwrights are always changing and adapting their mm-hmm. scripts. There's many different versions of, of some of these plays. Yeah. I mean, I've run into that directing myself where I've read one and gotten it into a theater. And then once we order the script, it's actually a different right. version than right. what I've gotten approved. <laughs> yeah. So, so were there, so were there situations Specific situations where you know maybe you lost a cast member and you had to write around that, oh, or too you many couldn't film in a particular place. Too many times to count. Really, <laughs> uh, stories have changed dramatically, and you don't have to name names. No, no, no. <laughs> but it, the, the funny thing is, often when those situations happen, the 
outcome is even better because it leads to, leads you to a place you didn't think of. Right. And that improvisation, that, that necessi- necessity to adapt leads to some surprising outcomes and takes, you know, can change the film entirely and, and often for the better. I, yeah. We try to turn adversity to advantage. Yeah. That ends up having to be the case because you don't have a choice anyway. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. it's surprising in a pleasant way, I think, what can – happy accidents, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, casting-wise, mm-hmm. um, so obviously in theater, there's a pretty regimented audition process right. that takes place ahead of time before rehearsals start. Uh, how would you typically go about it? For uh, your yeah. Films? So yeah, usually with a stage production, it's an open casting call. At, you know, at something gets posted online or or wherever, and people come out. You'll get you know, dozen, couple dozen people to audition. If you're uh, lucky. If you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky for the various roles, and then you choose the the best person for the, for the for the job. Usually with our films, I'll have a pretty good idea just from people we've networked with or met or worked with in the past uh, who would be right for that role and you know i'll just reach out to that individual and if they take it great if not i move on to who else i have in my your second choice my second choice <laughs> other times you know say we meet someone at a networking event you know i get their their card i've seen maybe some clips online but i don't i've never worked with them before not you know i'm not as as um, familiar with them what i'll do is ask them to submit a video audition they okay. can just shoot it on their cell phone or send them a monologue though you know shoot it at their home and email it to me and, um, you know, we might ask one or two people to do that at the same time. We'll get a couple of videos and we'll, we'll base it, uh, off of, off of that video. We won't do an open casting call. We won't have, you know, people coming to one location to audition, you know, mm-hmm. the, the way you would for, for a stage. Now, if say if you had multiple people that you were considering from their video auditions, mm-hmm. would you have them kind of like do a callback like you would with uh, the theater? Or? I su- I mean, hypothetically, you could, but I don't think that's ever okay. occurred yeah, in our case. A little bit different process. So probably, yeah. And, and for, well, let me ask this, I guess. Have you ever kind of, as you've been writing a particular show, did you kind of have uh, specific people in mind as you oh, were developing? Always. Yeah. yeah. I mean, often we'll, we'll meet someone, you know, think, oh, they'd be perfect for something. What, what could what would they be good in? And stories will evolve around that personality uh, at times. Or, or, you know, someone we've been working with for years. Uh, we know them really well. You know, they've never gotten to play a particular role, but we think it'd be great for them. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll develop a story just for that individual mm-hmm. um, and, and build it around them. And that's actually happened where we've done that and then that individual isn't available and we've had to find somebody else to, <laughs> to fill that slot. But that's how it goes. Well, I think an analogous situation has been probably Glenn and I have both in this, been in this boat as far as preparing to start directing a show mm-hmm. and not pre-casting. Right. Mm-hmm. But having somebody in mind. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe putting a bug in their ear about mm-hmm. suggesting I, the audition. Right. Well, with the one act that, that you and I have written, I had a, a situation that was even closer to that when I wrote uh, Superstition. Yeah. I had somebody in mind for both of those roles. I mean, it was uh, generally written for Tessa, but the other role, the male role in there, I had somebody else in mind who was, I, I forget if he was not available or not interested in that role. So I ended up casting somebody else who, mm-hmm. who brought the role, brought something to the role that I hadn't even pictured. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, that can certainly happen on stage as well as in film. Oh. In either case, though, it's a matter of those opportunities occurring with more newer original works. Right. Yeah. Whether, regardless of medium. Right. Yeah. Right. So I guess another possible leeway that you have with, with filming as opposed to staging is that you could start your filming before you even necessarily have all the roles cast. I don't, have you, has that ever occurred? Or 
actually that's happening right now. We are <laughs> working on a feature film and basically the way the script works out there, the cast gets larger as it progresses mm-hmm. <laughs> through, through the story. And so we've been shooting about the first half of it and we you know, have casted those roles, but there are roles in the latter half of the film that we have yet to cast because actor availability is the biggest challenge with these projects. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to cast someone now who three or four months from now, when we get to their scene suddenly has conflicts and I got to go through the whole process again. So we're going to wait until we're close to, mm-hmm. to shooting those sense, scenes yeah. to, to cast them. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess a typical community theater production will have about maybe three months of rehearsals, three yeah. to four months of and rehearsals. Mm-hmm. Commitments for that whole time. As right. for that to, commitment. Uh, film can go a lot quicker with, with certain scenes. And- yeah. It's interesting. It can go quicker because it's less days, less commitment, you know, you know, the scene might only take one or two days to shoot, or they might only have three scenes and it's like one day each. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really only a three-day commitment, but those days could be spread out over three, four, six months. Right. So the the individual, you get to shoot a scene in January, you just hope and pray that they are available for a day in June when you yeah, get to their yeah. next scene and they haven't changed their hair color, which is another <laughs> we've dealt with too many times. Yeah. There are several several stories of ours. Where, or um, got new tattoos, or we we've had to write into the script why the the uh, actor's hair color has changed all of a sudden. <laughs> That's where the special effects come in. That's right. Fix oh, the yeah, post. Right. 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 Oh, don't <laughs> don't get me started on that. <laughs> yeah. So right, the actor's commitment in terms of actual days or hours needed can vary. Greatly, it could be very minimal or very expensive. Yeah, it, you... it'll be significantly less than theater. Significantly less than theater, but. Uh, yeah, the duration could be much longer. But if you had somebody who has a lead role and is in almost every scene mm-hmm. and you're working on a production that might take up to six months to shoot, you still have to have that person locked in for that entire well, exactly. time. Well, exactly. So, depending on the shooting schedule. A, a feature film usually takes us maybe up to 15 days, usually less, but that's just 15 individual days on set. Uh, spread out over. Spread out over a year. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, a lot can happen in a year in a person's life. <laughs> that is very true. Uh, how does the rehearsal process differ from community theater? Because I mean, community theater, you're going to be rehearsing the same scenes over and right. over for three months. Right. That's that's the huge. That's that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Uh, in theater, you are doing the entire story every time. You're you have months to dig into the characters, uh, scenes, live and breathe on the stage. Mm-hmm. With with film, usually we don't we have no rehearsal prior to that day shoot okay. uh, typically so the, the the cast will arrive while we're setting up lights and microphones and, and all the rest you know i'll send the cast off by themselves to run the, the scene a few times on their own uh you know i'll sit in with them give give some notes but that's it that's all the rehearsal time you have okay um so you need to any pre-work you need to get into the character get, you know understand the character uh, you got to do it on your own before you get to set. Um, hopefully you're off book. That's not always the case. Uh, we have workarounds around that because in close-ups you can hold the script off screen. And, yeah, and yeah. It. Well, hey, uh, if Hollywood actors have resorted to such absolutely, techniques. Yep. Absolutely. So, so rehearsal time is hugely different. Uh, right. And and you're not like inhabiting the scene usually. But there are times where you know in the master shot, you know, you'll get to run the whole scene, but usually you're just Throwing off a line here, throwing off a line there, you know, improving lines. You know, oh, that sounded good, but tweak it this way. 
And, you know, you might say the same, same line 15 times in a row, mm-hmm. just with slightly different nuances. And then in editing, we pick which one you want. Right. So Throughout you, the takes. Right. Different takes. Right. So you're, you're not, you know, inhabiting a scene the way you do on stage. Yeah. You could almost, in that example, you could almost be kind of fine tuning the scene as you would be during a rehearsal, but you're right. doing it as you're mm-hmm. shooting. Exactly. So, yeah. So I guess probably as the actors are preparing before the shoot, would they be a Maybe asking you questions about things in advance. Yeah, I'll, I'll get emails. Um, you know, how do you see this character? You know, what would they wear? What would their attitude be towards this? You know, it doesn't happen. You know, it's not a constant dialogue, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll get the occasional question like that. The one thing, though, I guess it does that does make it easier for the actors in this environment would be they don't necessarily have to memorize the entire show at any no. given time. No, no, I, uh, yeah, it, yeah, so. Basically, it's all right. This day we're shooting this scene. You just got to learn these three or four pages. And yeah. Then, you know, next time have the next three ready. So. And then empty your head and <laughs> fill up right. with the next. <laughs> exactly. Scene. It's it's got to be a totally different. Not. I mean, you've been in the position of the live theater element of mm-hmm. working through and learning the whole show front to back and right. doing it. I mean, how does that? How does that feel for you as far as the compare? Uh, Comparison of the two experiences. Yeah. So, yeah, like, like I said, I've been doing film work for, for almost 30 years, uh, stage much less. So that was a very new experience for me. The first time I got, it was only, my first show was a, was a one act. It was maybe 20, 25 minutes long. So not even, you know, a huge script, but I had the lead role and it was a lot of monologues mm-hmm. and that was a huge <laughs> learning curve. Was, How do I learn all this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get this all in my head. I didn't think I could, you know, physically do it or mentally do it. But, you know, I just went over and over and over it and eventually, you know, got it just like every other actor on stage eventually figures out how, how to do that. And once I realized I could, it gave me the confidence for the next show, you know, when it was a you know bigger part or bigger, you know, longer duration that, OK, I can do this. I can, mm-hmm. I can actually memorize two pages of monologue and not <laughs> fall on my face. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's just draw a blank in the middle. Right. Like a deer in headlights. Right. But uh uh, as far as inhabiting a character and like the craft of acting, sages, and I think any actor would, would tell you that, uh, you know, even Hollywood actors love going back to theater because they get to actually act mm-hmm. and not just, you know, say a line in, in a funny way or, or a dramatic way. Uh, you get to be a character for two hours or. Right. right. You have yeah. a, there's You're a continuity to it. The continuity, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I would think with the filmmaking, there's a lot of interruption and it's kind of, you do have certain film actors, Daniel Day-Lewis, of course, comes to mind mm-hmm. that when the cameras go off, they maintain that character. Right, right. But I think, I would think for the most part, you're you're turning it on when the cameras are on, you yeah. just turn it back off and it's just on off. More of a punch clock kind of a yeah. approach. Yeah. yeah, especially at the level we're working at. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I haven't encountered any method actors yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, we keep it pretty light and casual on, on set and we have a lot of fun. I mean, we wouldn't do it. I mean, we're hobbyists. We wouldn't do it if we weren't having fun. What's the sure, point? yeah. So yeah, it's, we, it's, it's a lot of joking around on set. And as director, you know, my job is to keep it moving and let them have their laughs and have a good time and 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 participate in that having a good time but i also need to keep the trains running on schedule sure so got to be a little bit of that that's okay time to get that's (laughs) got to be a big challenge i guess to stay on track it's 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 tough because like i said actor availability is the toughest thing and i i might only have this person for a day and when the sun goes down that's it right i'm not going to get them for another six months if we don't shoot it now we don't get the scene so it's it's stressful and exciting gotta be somewhat (laughs) of a taskmaster yeah more so 
maybe sometimes. Not that you don't have to do that as a director in community theater. But you're generally but... not going to lose a person in a day if you don't get right. your shot in. Exactly. And right. We have to worry about started. losing the sun yeah. in two hours. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's that maintaining that balance of keeping it fun and enjoyable, but also yeah. sticking to get the plan. Yep. Uh, one area in working with the actors and the staging of the show mm-hmm. between being on stage and having a set is the different somewhat different considerations i mean with with the stage you're you're kind of playing to the master shot the whole time yes. yeah as yes. it were well, you always have to make sure everybody's facing downstage and yep. that sort of thing whereas because you're not moving a camera i guess so i guess when you're dealing with on stage you're you're blocking all of your people you want your people in the proper place and all facing out to the audience whereas you have an aspect of that with film i would think again you correct me if i'm wrong where you're also telling the people where to go, but you then have to consider the additional blocking of the camera. Yeah, yeah, that that does get to be challenging. You also have to be much more aware of continuity. Like if someone mm-hmm. picks up a cup in this take, and 15 With- minutes later you do it from a different angle and you forget to tell them to pick up the cup, or they forget to pick up the cup. With their left hand. With their, with their <laughs> yeah. proper hand. I, and, you know, obviously um, IMDb is full of continuity yeah, goofs. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, <laughs> Everybody does it, it's, mm-hmm. and, but that's that's a major thing. Whereas in theater, if they pick up the cup, they've picked up the cup, and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so actually, when I'm so I'm directing my first show, uh, or assistant directing my first show on stage, and but even when I'm on stage, I'm kind of directing myself in my head. I'm blocking, you know, uh, you know, I'll take the director's direction, of course, but I'm also thinking about I'm I'm imagining the audience as the camera. Uh, and obviously it's a much wider lens than, than you have in film. Mm-hmm. But when I'm positioning myself relative to my other actors and thinking about from there, from the audience perspective, what does this shot look like? What is, you know, what, what is their view and the composition? The comp- what is the composition of the scene? Uh, so, so I'm even thinking, even when I'm on stage, I'm thinking in terms of there's the camera and, and I need to position myself in a way that, that makes sense relative to the camera. I think yeah. that's something that would be actually helpful for a lot of actors to have because they don't think yeah. about that instinctually. Whereas right. I think with the background in film, you have that, and that's that's where upstaging gets into it, where mm-hmm. where you know actors will either accidentally or sometimes intentionally upstage other actors right. just because they're not thinking of that master shot. Yeah, and, and and then on the film set, I've often had to tell actors they'll they'll disappear behind another actor or a piece of furniture and I have to say if you can't see the camera not that you're supposed to look at the camera if you can't see Hi, it in the corner of your eye it can't see you so position yourself such that you're in the shot please yeah yeah i've said that as a director on on stage if the right. audience can't see you <laughs> yep. Then, yep. oh yeah that's yeah. happened all the or time if you can't see the just, audience rather right. they can't see you. exactly yeah, just time. little blocking kerfuffles mm-hmm. yeah and, and that can that can be a challenge if you have a large number of people that are funneling in and yeah have to move around at different times and sure. just keeping that keeping everybody visible is is tough yeah right. it seems like it's just like another aspect that you have to deal with that you wouldn't have to deal with on stage is just where the camera goes and that sort of yeah. thing and then you also have to think about lighting because obviously yeah. in film lighting it's much more specific to just you know the stage you got to light the whole stage mm-hmm. usually you want to see everything all the time with exceptions whereas in film you might just need a little corner lit or, or just a spotlight and uh, so the actor can't move out of their lights or, or, you know, you need to readjust your entire setup. And, you know, lighting, I think, is what any uh, film crew would tell you it takes the most time is getting everything. Yeah, like I can imagine. Yeah. I or, mean, you, it, there's there can be a lot to it with a stage set lighting as well, mm-hmm. just to 
capture, even if it's just a unit set, just to capture different times of day yeah. or different goings on. But depends on the show, depends on the lighting designer, a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Having to throw in different angles from the perspective of both the lighting and the camera. Yeah, and every time the camera moves, the lights have to move. Either yeah, because they're sure. in the way all of a sudden, or they you haven't lit that part of the room. Or, uh, you know, it's a nighttime scene, you're shooting at 12 noon, you got to block out the windows, or do whatever you have to do to, to make the lighting work. Whereas on stage, it's much more controlled. There's no outside light source coming in. And, you know, you've programmed it and locked it in over your course of rehearsal. So once the light's set up, it's really just a matter of running the booth. Whereas, you know, it's a living, ongoing thing with, with the film, unless you're shooting outdoors. You're constantly relighting, relighting, relighting for for the any given shot. Yeah, right. Natural lighting hadn't occurred to me as something you're gonna have to deal with a lot, uh, depending on yeah. your shooting location. Yeah. And then if you're outdoors, is well, yeah, is there is there cloud cover? Uh, yeah. You know, the sun's moving throughout the day. You know, yesterday we were shooting and uh, we shot from noon to seven p.m. and the sun moves a lot in that time. Yeah. So uh, you got to adjust accordingly. Yeah, and that's a challenge even for Hollywood film productions yep. where you can, going back to continuity errors, where if you look really closely, you can oh, tell yeah. Oh, yeah. from you know one angle to the next how much, say, the shadow position has mm -hmm. changed in that. I think that's why with uh, you know Hollywood films, they'll shoot outdoor scenes indoors yeah. <laughs> and add in the special effects later. Well, anymore, they'll just use green screens <laughs> yeah, right. and they can control it however they darn well please. Yeah. do that a lot already. Yeah. Yep. yep, exactly. <laughs> I think that'll maybe wrap us up for this week, but we want to okay. continue this discussion next week. I'd love to. If Steve, if you'd you like stick to. Stick around? Yeah, happy to. All right, great. So uh, until next week, if you've got any feedback for us, you can shoot us an email at podcast at backstage.link. You can also call us at 267-225-8869 to leave a voicemail, or if you prefer to leave a text message, use the same number. Yes, indeed. You can see our website, backstage.link. You can reach out to us at Facebook, facebook.com slash thebackstagepod, all one word. Or Twitter, at thebackstagepod. And I'd like to throw in an additional plug for Steve specifically. Uh, the website for his filmmaking company is SN, that would be N as in Nancy, SN-Films.com. That's right. All right. So I checked. I did my homework. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, so next week on the Backstage Show, we'll continue this discussion. And until then, I'm Glenn. And I'm Jim. And thank you for joining us backstage. Bye-bye. And whose turn is it? That's a great question because we messed everything up by, uh... So you're saying welcome to the backstage show. Oh, okay. Again. Welcome to the backstage show. Again. <laughs> Alright. We had to shoot it in... Whoops. <laughs> I think there's a lot more I'd like to get into. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm... That's fine. Good to go. I'm not saying we okay. can't. Okay. Alright, alright. Well, this is going to require some editing. I'm not saying we can't I have think... a second episode, which I think is what you're saying. I think we're heading there, yeah. But... Uh... If you're okay with that. Oh, oh okay. Absolutely. But we still have like a few more minutes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Here.